Welcome back everybody, Brad here back again, and uh, it is August. We plowed through the month of July, it is Friday, it is a good day, it has been a busy week around here, but hopefully you had a wonderful week, and let's just dive into some of the bigger headlines and some of the things happening inside of the Microsoft and gaming worlds this week, because it has been busy. Kicking it off, uh, Microsoft is set to retire Skype for Business Online in 2021. If that doesn't make a lot of sense to you, don't worry. Uh, but if it does make sense to you, you really got to start that migration to shift to Teams. Microsoft is saying that I believe it's starting in September of this year. They're going to automatically onboard people to Teams instead of Skype for Business Online. Uh, Microsoft is pushing Teams at the highest capacity. They want everybody and everything running Teams, and they don't want people running Skype for Business Online anymore. Now, on the consumer side, this does not mean that Skype is going away. Microsoft made it abundantly clear in the communication that this does not mean that Skype consumer is going away. Just the Skype for Business Online for the business customers will be going away in about two years, give or take, something like that. Uh, so if you're still running Skype for Business Online, you better get your migration plans in gear because it is coming to an end. Uh, this week, Microsoft also announced that it bought Blue Talent. Blue Talent is a data governance company and Microsoft is snatching them up and to no surprise, they are going to be part of the Azure data governance team and they're gonna help you keep your data nice and compliant and in the frameworks of like HIPAA and SOX and all that good stuff and so yeah. Uh, you can be looking out for that. Also this week, Microsoft announced that, hey, Windows 10 Cloud Restore is actually coming to every device. Now, if you have a Surface device, you've probably seen this in some capacity. What this allows you to do is if you're, have, if you're in this situation where you need to reinstall Windows, right now you need to have the media locally or just kind of refresh your machine. In the near future, you will be able to go to the cloud, grab the new, grab the new bits. Well, grab Windows 10 and do a fresh install uh, from the cloud without needing the local bits, which is great. It's gonna make things a lot easier for people who need to refresh their hardware and don't want to, if they have a corrupted install and don't want to just refresh, refresh it. So look for that in the near future. It is in the latest build of the Insider program for Windows 10, but is not currently activated, so you can't quite use it yet. Also on the Microsoft side, Windows Calculator is getting a new mini mode stays on top of everything. Actually, this is kind of helpful. Um, if you've ever used calculator and you click away and then it kind of disappears off the screen, the new mini mode will actually keep it frozen on the display. And so that way it's always on top. That is actually helpful. Um, other things happening around the industry this week. If you use a digital assistant, such as the Amazon one, I don't want to say because it it'll activate my office, the Google one or the uh, Apple one, or probably even the Microsoft one, Here's what you need to know. At some point along the way, there's a chance that a human could actually listen to it themselves. Apple was busted for having this issue, and they said that they are suspending their Siri grading program for now, but everybody's doing it because they, machine learning is only so good, and at some point, they need a human to actually go in there and say, hey, was this right or wrong, and um, yeah. So be careful what you say around these things because somebody may pick it up. Now, they're not supposed to be able to identify you, but I bet that they could if they really tried. Uh, other things happening this week, Intel launched a, the first 10th gen uh, processors. These are the Ice Lake and they come with a whole bunch of fun things like Thunderbolt 3 built in. I'm not quite sure if this is coming in the new Surface stuff yet or not. I've heard previously this year that that was not the case, uh, mostly because it's not including Thunderbolt 3 in the next gen hardware but we will see here probably in the month of October. But that stuff is out. I also did a video earlier this week explaining how the new numbering scheme works. So if you're curious about how uh, the 1067G7 number actually dis like describes the chip, go watch that video because it'll help you understand the new naming convention to make sure you buy the right chip. Uh, Google also this really 
this week released Chrome 76 and has a couple things worth pointing out. New PWF PWA install features. Uh, dark mode is now officially on Windows 10, Mac OS, Android Q, and iOS 13. And no more Flash. Well, uh, Adobe Flash is now blocked by default ahead of its 2020 end of life. On the gaming side this week, um, so there was some big news yesterday about Ninja. If you're not familiar with Ninja, just know that he's the most popular streamer on the planet on Twitch. And Microsoft wrote him a very large check, and he is now going to exclusively screen, scream, stream on Mixer for the time being. We don't know how long this is going to be. Um, it looks like it's indefinitely, but I can guarantee you there's some sort of clause in there that if Mixer dumps, that he's allowed to go back to Twitch or whatever, because clearly he's made a lot of money on Twitch. But anyways, there's been a lot of hate or whatever on the internet about this, um, mostly because people like really pissed at Microsoft for reasons I don't understand. Um, but I do know that a lot of people have been upset with Twitch and some of their policies lately, and people are hoping that this actually helps boost up Mixer and makes it a viable, complete competing platform to uh, Amazon's streaming service. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I will tell you that one of the side effects this morning when I woke up, if you check the app store on iOS, the top free app right now is Mixer. That, I mean, that is that is nuts. Now, granted, I don't think it's going to stay up there forever, obviously. But right now, the number one free app on the iOS App Store is Mixer. You can very clearly call that the Ninja Effect because he announced that and that is happening. I'm going to be very curious to see if Microsoft goes after any other streamers, especially if this strategy starts to prove that it is successful, right? We all are familiar with the exclusives on consoles. Right now, we're going to have exclusives on streaming platforms. That's the next big thing. That's where the money is starting to make sense. And so I'll be curious to see if they go after any of the other guys. But it's very clearly um, <clears throat> having a positive impact on Microsoft. Now, granted, we don't know what they paid, but I can guarantee that it was a significant sum of money. Any other things happening this week? Microsoft announced the Summer Spotlight. 60 new games are coming to the Xbox platform in the next six weeks, typically dropping on Tuesdays. And if you drop uh, $40 during this promotion, you will get 4,000 Microsoft reward points to... Um, do whatever you want with. But you're just 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 ah, stumbling over my tongue a bit. There's a lot of new content coming to Xbox over the next six weeks, and Microsoft is going to be just running uh they're just gonna be highlighting all of it. Hey, if you like games and all that good stuff. Um, we also saw this week that xCloud is moving out of, well, it's moving one step closer to a public beta. Some of the apps started showing up, and they're just placeholders. Don't get too overly excited about it. But there are apps now in the store that you can now see that are placeholders for the upcoming xCloud streaming app. So all that good stuff. And then your typical games with gold for the month of August, Gears of War 4, ahead of the Gears 5 launch, obviously, is coming. Forza Motorsport 6, I'm probably going to be grabbing that one. Torchlight and Castlevania are all your games with gold, and you might want to go grab them because, hey, if you're paying for gold, they are free. All right, bunch of questions this week. Always my favorite part. Let's just dive in, shall we here? All right, first question comes from Mr. PKI, who actually drops a lot of questions always, and I, I appreciate that, Mr. PKI. Do you know if Gears of, War, Gears of War 5 will be in the Ultimate Game Pass when it was released next week since we all upgraded for $1 based on your tip? Yeah, if you're not familiar with that tip, go buy a whole bunch of Xbox Live Gold, then you can roll it into Game Pass for $1, uh, and some pe people are getting up to, like, no joke, three years of this stuff for a buck, which is an insane value, and it honestly... I'm going to regret saying this might be one of the best values you might see in your entire lifetime because Microsoft is trying to get everyone into that platform. And for a buck, that is a hell of a way to do it. 
Um, so they've already said that Gears of War 5 is going to be on Game Pass. Microsoft made that promise. What he, I believe, is alluding to is the ultimate tier of Gear 5, Gears 5 going to be available because it comes with some extra bonuses. That we don't know. I would. It would be super interesting if Microsoft came out and said, hey, if you have the ultimate uh, Gears 5 uh, on the ultimate Game Pass, you get all the ultimate stuff. Now, if you're just on the peasant Game Pass, I'm not... You shouldn't call it Peasant Game Pass, but it is. But if you're just on the regular Game Pass, then maybe you don't get all of it. I don't know how they can differentiate that on the back end, but I bet that Microsoft is smart enough to figure it out if they want to go that route. I'll be curious to see. Uh, and JLV632A actually responds. He says, yes, all the E3 trailers have stated that this game, this is coming to Game Pass. However, you can bet that we only get the base model and they'll have a Gears of War 5 uh, Ultimate Edition with better maps and multiplayer boost for 89 bucks USD. All right, NGC224 says, you don't have to say what it is, but is there something very big coming from Microsoft before the end of the year? Of course, it could be canceled, delayed, and all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. Well, I, I, it's going to depend on what you consider very big, right? If you consider a, a Surface device running an ARM chip, I consider that very big, and I believe that might be arriving this year. It's definitely on the radar. I consider that very big. If you're thinking, are we going to get a brand new Xbox console or um, some sort of device that we've never seen before? I don't think that's like HoloLens 3. Like that is not, I don't believe, on the agenda. Um, I'm intrigued by the idea of Teams for Life. So I, there's there's stuff on the horizon. Microsoft is scheduling a hardware event for sometime in the month of October. And yeah, so there is definitely stuff on the Microsoft side to be excited for if that is your cup of tea. Rick says... With the new Surface devices having, will the new Surface devices have the latest Intel chips? I know Microsoft doesn't feel the need to push the envelope with TB3 since most of their customers are business, but any hope for us holding out uh, for the new piece to buy a new PC in Q4? Um, I, I'm still waiting to hear the verdict on what chips they are using, but the last I had heard is that it was not going to support Thunderbolt 3. Microsoft got burned very badly on the Ice Lake stuff, and so I can't. Is it Ice Lake? Yeah. Skylake. Skylake. Ice Lake is the new stuff. Skylake is what they got burned burn very bad on. And so Microsoft is a little hesitant to dive in on these new chips. So we will have to wait and see. But we shouldn't have to wait too much longer, to be honest. I don't think we will. Uh, Corey says, I am curious if you know if the new Light OS gives any performance on battery life uh, compared to the Windows with the same hardware. Very good question, because if it doesn't give improved battery life, which Windows 10S was supposed to, but I don't think it ever really materialized. I haven't heard that explicitly yet, and I'm not quite sure how well it will do because it, at the end of the day, it's still just Windows. Um, it, it's not a complete rewrite. It's not like it's running on the Linux kernel or something like that. I bet it's probably comparable. It wouldn't surprise me if it's a little bit better. Microsoft is doing a lot of like stripping out of old crap out of the OS for Windows Lite, but that doesn't necessarily always translate to better battery life. We will see. I think the verdict is still out. I'm hearing that it's 20H1 that we will potentially see light or hear about light. So we've got some time before that occurs. Um, Simon says, do you think bringing Ninja will make a difference to the number of people using Mixer? The few times I've looked at Mixer stream, the streams always have much fewer users than Twitch. First off, you're absolutely right. Mixer is tiny compared to Twitch. And this is a big risk, risk from a social aspect for Ninja, not from a monetary aspect. Microsoft is clearly paying him a significant quantity of cash to do this. I do think it will make a difference, as I noted at the kickoff uh, or earlier in the stream, that on the iOS sto app store, Mixer is now number one. So clearly more people are logging in. He's already passed, I think, 100,000 subscribers really, really quick. 
um, like within like 12 hours or something like that on the platform. Now, granted, he had, I believe, around 13 million on Twitch, so he's got a large audience, and I believe he had 460 million minutes viewed of his content on Twitch as well. So, is it going to help the service? Yes. Is it going to make financial financial success? That's still to be determined, and is this truly going to bring Mixer back from the brink? We will find out. I think Microsoft has made the right type of investment. Clearly, the original content was not working out. What they needed are the famous streamers. And so now they are opening the checkbook to go grab those people. And they kicked it off with the largest on the planet, with Ninja. So it's not going to hurt Mixer. I mean, it's not going to make fewer people watch it. But the verdict is still out is if Ninja has enough impact to truly boost Mixer as a service. Uh Rob T. Boy says, Q1, question, he's got two questions. Are there any rumors of Windows 10 on ARM for Raspberry Pi? It seems like it would be a good way to get devs. Hmm. Um, I, I don't, I haven't heard anything about that yet. And uh, Windows on ARM might be a little overkill for it. As uh, right underscore IS says, Windows IT already runs on the Raspberry Pi. And that might be a better route for that type of an integration. I'm sure somebody out there who's courageous enough could probably figure out how to get Windows on ARM on there. Although one of your bigger challenges, I believe, would actually be getting your hands on Windows on ARM. The actual install bits, I believe. That could be tough. And then Q2 says, now that the new Ryzen chips are about, what does this tell us about Xbox Scarlet? Feel free to guess, speculate. Well, Here's what we know, right? Xbox Scarlet is going to run Zen 2. It's going to run Navi graphics. So you can go look at some of the baseline stuff for um, Zen 3 Navi and get a good idea of how low, like absolute minimum, the specs could be. I think it's going to come in somewhere in the middle of the road. What I know that Microsoft is targeting is 4K and 60 frames per second as a minimum. That is what you can expect from the next-gen high-end architecture uh, in the Scarlet. Anything less than that will be a disappointment, but it should be 4K 60 frames per second because that is the new industry benchmark. And that should keep the console viable for a very long time. I mean, hell, we already have the Xbox One X that can do 4K 60 on some games. I believe Gears 5 uh, will support that, but it doesn't do it on every game, and it... The fan spins pretty damn loud when it does do that. But the next generation should be able to do that with ease and potentially even higher. Microsoft quoted in their press uh, release of all that stuff. They were talking like up to 120 frames per second. I don't think we'll see that on every game. But 4K60 should be the absolute baseline for the next gen console. So, uh, Casewell says, do you have any idea on what is happening with Microsoft to do rollout with Outlook.com to do pain? It has been almost a year. Why does it take so long for anything to roll out on Outlook.com? That is a fantastic question. So Microsoft has like two to do style apps, right? They have Wonderlist, which they killed and then said is not dead. And then it's still around. And then they have to do, which is replacing Wonderlist. Um, and it's getting a lot of new features and a lot of good stuff, but it's taken its sweet, sweet, sweet Caroline time um, to get there. So I don't have any specific information on when it's rolling out to Outlook.com. One of the reasons why it does take so long is that there's a lot of users on Outlook.com and they do it very, very slow because they're they're basically testing it with each new kind of ring, if you will. But as for why it takes so long to get to your specific account, I don't have any information on that, unfortunately. Eisner says, I'm super hyped for next-gen Microsoft Flight Sim. I am too, buddy. I am definitely in there. Uh, Microsoft is doing a great job promoting Azure AI along with the new SIM. And the recent articles have stated that Microsoft expects two petabytes of geographical data to get the next 
uh, get the high-res visuals we've seen. Do you have any insight as to how Microsoft expects to utilize Azure AI with the new flight sim? Is Microsoft using any Azure and xCloud to process and all that good stuff? So what I heard about the Azure AI in the flight sim, it's a little hard to understand because I couldn't quite figure it out. It had stuff to do with like weather patterns and things like that. Because you think about it, we know where static weather is and the AI was supposed to help like do turbulence and that kind of stuff and the, the dynamic effects on the ground. Um, it, it was supposed to be just more real-time particle effects using Azure AI is what I was told uh, when I kind of got the press release and I asked a few questions because to your right, I was very excited about a flight sim and I'm already going to end up spending a significant amount of money on stupid controllers and all that stuff for my PC, but I am well prepared to do that because I, I played a lot of flight sim back in the day. So uh, going forward, should we expect to see a move away from minimum hardware specs PC games instead of a minimum storage for internet speeds? That is an excellent question because uh, if you think about like xCloud and Stadia, they don't need really powerful local hardware, basically just be able to run a browser and, and video support effectively. Now I know it's a little bit more complicated than that, but I think he's hitting a mark here that, yeah, you may, they're not going to come out and say, hey, you need a 1080 Ti to play Stadia. They're just going to say, hey, you need 30 megs per second down and 10 up to be able to play this at 1080p. I think you're right. And then the storage requirements, we still don't quite know how much data is going to actually reside on the PC. We know that the bandwidth caps are going to be kind of insane here because it's going to blow through all of them. Um, but I haven't quite seen any verdict yet on how much local data is actually retained while you're gaming. That could be significant as well, too. And then uh, Just Me says, I just posted a question regarding this, but may as well ask directly. I know you use Amazon's digital assistant, but I but I recently read a story. It says uh, Amazon's device listens to Brits having <laughs> intercourse. Uh, my question is, how do you turn off or mute the assistant at night? Do you take any precautions to avoid things like this? What are talked about? Blah, blah, blah. So basically, he's worried about a device such as, well, I can't quite show it. Show it here. Well, here we go. Uh, this device listening to you when you don't want it to. So there's a couple ways you can do this. One, on this device, there's actually just a like a physical on-off. You can do that. In our house, personally, these devices only reside in very public spaces. One, our kitchen, which is on the opposite end of the house. And yes, I know it could probably pick it up, maybe. Um, like, just any noise in general in the house. But it's it's we don't put them in the bedrooms. Uh, we don't put them where we have, you know, in private conversations, if you will. Um, and this one is obviously in my office, which is down in the basement, which, again, is pretty far away from everything. Uh, do I have a perfect answer about how to protect yourself? If you're really that worried, um, just don't get one. I mean, that's that's honestly the best way to do it. That being said, if you're worried about this device, um, I got some news about your smartphone because that device is probably even more capable of doing this because it not only has cameras, it has voice, and it also has uh, LTE or internet connectivity if your Wi-Fi goes down. So you've got that little gem to deal with as well. I personally am not too worried about it. My whole life is connected now at this point. I mean, I'm sure the government has everything they need on me to throw me in jail for a very long time if they ever really wanted. But unfortunately for this, the best thing you can do is just mute it manually and hope that the software controls to actually mute it do. So that is that. All right, guys, that wraps it up for this week. I very much appreciate the questions. Been a good week of news. Just been a good week in general. Hopefully you had a wonderful week. I did. And we'll catch all of you right back here next time.